Welcome to Teal of Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. Hey, Teal of Interior listeners. We want to hear from you and feature your design dilemmas on our show. If you have a design challenge or problem that you'd like us to help you with, here's your chance to be a guest on our podcast. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to get personalized design advice from Alicia and myself, Dee. Here's how to get started. Send us your design dilemma by email at hello at teoofinteriors.com with a brief description of your design dilemma. Be sure to include any relevant details or photos to help us understand your problem better. Next, be prepared to share. If your design dilemma is selected, we'll reach out to you to schedule a recording session. During the show, we'll discuss your dilemma and ask you questions about your design goals, preferences, and challenges. You'll gain valuable insights and inspiration from our discussion. Next, share your experience. After the episode is released, we encourage you to share your experience and the solutions you implemented. Help inspire other listeners who may be facing similar design challenges. Don't miss out on this opportunity to have your design dilemmas featured on our podcast. Email us at hello at teoofinteriors.com and let us help you solve your design challenges today. We can't wait to hear from you. I'm Dee. And I'm Alicia. Welcome back to another episode of Tea Over Interiors. We are so excited that you are here today. And we cannot wait to talk to you about how to decorate a space that you cannot remodel. What are some of the tips, tricks, and what are some of the challenges that you may face and how to overcome them? When we get to that, guys, you know I need to know, Alicia. What you sipping on? <laughs> Okay, today I'm drinking a ginger peach turmeric. I am enjoying the zesty, spicy kick of the ginger. And of course, that sweet peach flavor. And it's caffeine-free because it's an herbal tea. And the turmeric is going to help me with inflammation. I've been doing a lot of remodeling. I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina at my family's vacation home. And I am excited to talk to you about what I've been working on. What you sipping on? I'm sipping on organic maple matcha. Mm -hmm. So as you know, Matcha is a green tea. It has a nice maple flavor to it. And I added a little bit of creamed, you know, how I like to froth my almond milk. So Mm -hmm. I can have a nice latte. And I had to stop because we're recording. But I actually have little uh, tea cookies. Nothing too sweet, but just to make it, you know, more cozy. What kind of cookies are they? They are shortbread. You know, I love shortbread. Love a shortbread cookie. Love it. They're not too sweet, so I like them. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I'm excited. Okay. So it's time for the What you got for us, D? Okay. So as you know, Alicia, today is the start of Black History Month, and I have a fact for you. Did you know 
that Samuel L. Jackson was expelled from Morehouse College in 1969 for holding Martin Luther King Jr.'s father hostage during a protest to improve life for black students. Before he became an actor, Samuel L. Jackson fought tirelessly to improve conditions for black students on his college campus. And he held him hostage, Martin Luther King Jr.'s father, he held him hostage to draw attention to the issues at the school. And while administrators agreed to some much needed changes, Jackson was kicked out of school. You know what else Alicia is being held hostage? That green carpet I see behind you. So let's move on to today's topic. Girl, green. I, I mean, sage. It, it, what was it called? No, it's not sage. Dalit. What color is this? Hold on. A lot of things have changed in the design world, right? People have wanted to upgrade their spaces and make it feel more modern. Okay, let me see the carpet. It's not sage. This is just that... 90s green so it's not working i'll just put it that way i can't wait to rip this bad boy up and as soon as my mother sees this wonderfulness that i'm doing on her bed she's gonna be like oh we gotta get this up let's talk about that so the reason why you want to change the space is one i see the carpeting is starting to bunch well because of the humidity here and we don't live here it definitely has started to buckle and it can be restretched i have no problem with that but I want it up. It's just dated and it's time for something new. I mean, if I can, sh I'll show you pictures, but I don't know if you remember how the, the room looked. I actually flipped all of the placement of furniture and changed the bedding and it just feels like it's current. We bought quality furniture, the guest bed. Same carpet, as you can see, let me turn on the light, right? Same carpet, but a whole new energy with what I love, the white layered with the acre. And then I did modern nightstands. You would love these nightstands. These have your name on it. They look so, kind of similar to mine. Same color. Yeah. It's almost like a mahogany. It's black. So let me offer some suggestions to our listeners that may have this same issue. So if you have a carpet, if you're a renter, or if you just can't rip up the carpet now for whatever reason you need to live with it now the best thing to do is if you're in this situation is brighten up your walls and make your walls the main feature paint your walls another color you could either go with something bright like what you did but even though neutral tones you would have to do a lot of neutral to like detract because it's still visible but if you help the eyes draw to the walls with maybe like a vibrant blue color or something like that, it would help detract away from the carpeting. Mm. Mm. Really? I like your advice. I'm just scared. So I picked blue for this room. It's my mother's favorite color. This is the master bedroom or excuse me, primary. With this kind of like blue gray inspired bedding i chose something subtle and quiet as i could you can't go quiet because you're trying to draw away from the carpet yeah if you change the color scheme with the carpet being a drab color that you don't like you have to stop allowing the eyes to go downward so that's why we're going to focus on the walls because the walls are going to be the dominant color in the room so by using a vibrant hue, you can draw the attention away from the carpet. So another thing you could do, well, this would be more so to revive the carpet 
And that's to rake it again if it's lost its luster and volume. Yeah, that hasn't happened here because it hasn't been used. Another thing you can do is have it clean if that's an issue. And like you said, restretch it. You could also use another carpet to cover most of the carpet. If it's a small enough room, like if it's a 10 by 14 room or something like that, you can get the largest carpet that you can to cover up the carpet. But have it be a area rug that actually draws your eye away from the fact that there's a rug underneath it. So you have to go with something like bold stripes or black and white, something like that, depending on the color of the rug. What color would you paint the walls? You are near the water. I know you like brightness. Sometimes in bedrooms, I enjoy mood. You might want to go with something very either bright or something moody. It'll really detract from the carpeting anyway. So that's something to think about. But you don't want the, the bedding to be too quiet because... It's going to blend in with the same hue of the carpeting. So that's something to think about if you're trying to make the carpet disappear. Another thing you could do is if you're not ready to change the carpet, you could purchase a roll of floor cloth. It's more economical than carpeting and you could cut it to size. Purchase pre-strunk fabric. Floor cloth, it's not as heavy as an area rug. It can be painted with with stencil patterns so that you can create your own unique design. That's interesting. Floor cloth. You can also dye the carpeting to change the color. What's thinking about that? That's got to be a lot of work. Yeah, but you have to make sure that it's the right fabric. So nylon and wool carpets, they can be dyed, but polyester, acrylic, and polypropylene, they can't. Dyeing the carpet yourself could have mixed results. So you could hire someone to do it also. It would only be a third of the cost of having the actual carpet replaced. So if your carpet is in okay condition because you guys never really walked on it, that you, can have it, you can have it stretched and dyed. I am excited. Stretching is done in place. I will be calling up these people tomorrow. You can paint it yourself. You can use spray-on upholstery paint, which penetrates deep into the carpet fibers without leaving a crunchy residue. So you could paint the entire carpeting or use a stencil and create a new pattern. And if painting still doesn't solve the problem, some people are renting and you're not allowed to. So those are some ways to hide carpeting that you hate. Wow. You are the bomb. So excited right now. You made my day. So let's talk about some other solutions that you can have for this space before renovating it. What are some of the other things that you don't like? What furniture would you want to change? And maybe we have some solution before you actually think of getting rid of it because nothing there actually looks in bad shape. Yes, because it hasn't been used. I'm not getting rid of this furniture, if you can see it. This is a beautiful Henrandon, you know, good stuff. The lamps have to go. These lamps are so not what's happening right now. You see the lamp? They're traditional lamps, everyone. Can I change them? None of the furniture is going in here. I am going to definitely reaccessorize because it's got this whole Mediterranean feel. So furniture is substantive. This stuff is solid. I always say, you know, buy timeless. Even if it has a style to it, it needs to be one of the classics. So let's say you have this situation. This furniture that Alicia has, it's more on the traditional side. Correct, Alicia? Yeah. Downstairs, I wouldn't call this traditional. Do you think this is a traditional bed? It's not contemporary. It has ornateness to it. So what would that be called? 
Okay, it's definitely not traditional, but I don't know, Mama. So um, what's the what's the style of it? I'm cricket because I have no idea. I didn't pick this bed out there, but okay, let's call it traditional. So let's move on to another challenge that you have, so that maybe some of these challenges our listeners are also dealing with. I feel like the chaise that's going to end up downstairs. You can give me some feedback on that. Just the cushion. It was in the guest bedroom. And here's the actual chaise. It's on its side. This is the color palette that this was back in the 90s, which matched really good with the, with the green carpet. But this is what I've done. I've redone it with fresh colors. So what do we do with this piece? Reupholster it. Oh, definitely reupholster. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, it definitely looks like a 1980s piece. Mm-hmm. Checkered everyone fun. with with the the muted tones of green, yellow, pink, mm-hmm. whites. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. I've got pictures so you could see the room before I took it apart. But I'm going to keep this color. I'm always doing a paint finish on furniture. It's the carpet. Back, back to the furniture. This needs yeah. to be reupholstered. I think it's this is now worth sending out for reupholstering. Yeah, that because it, the rest of it is in good shape. It just needs to be reupholstered or recovered. You could either reupholster it yourself mm-hmm. or you can buy flip covers and totally mm-hmm. change the look of that chaise longs and do something like neutral or a new pattern, you know, geometric pattern, whatever you want to make it look more today or do something in a traditional vein because that doesn't really go out of style but that 90s and 80s look was definitely a look that was not timeless okay what other challenges do we have in this space i'm not really going downstairs the bathrooms the kitchen like stuff like that i just did the uh luxury vinyl plank because it had the same crazy carpet down there people come home from the beach with sand all in their clothes and You got to do the laundry down there. That just didn't make sense with the carpet downstairs. It gets this kind of beach traffic and sand. So I spent the money downstairs. I'm just going to not spend the money upstairs. Yeah, I don't want to put that same. Plus, it's you even notice that it feels warmer up here. It sounds warmer. That added layer of fabric gives you a sense of warmth and luxury. So I think the carpet's the big issue. Okay, so let's talk about bathrooms that you can't remodel since we're talking about things that we need to deal with before we have the funds or if you're a renter. Not being able to have a bathroom that you love can really make some people feel down. So the one thing you could do is DIY your own peel and stick tiles for the floor. I've done that in staging projects. That way they're removable if you're a renter. You could also try... I remember when you did that. You did that on one of your clients, I remember. Yeah, and it's what sold the place, you know? Yeah. I, I redid the whole space. I did redid the bathroom with Peel and Stick Tile and the kitchen. Everybody was like, wait, when did you have time to have that kitchen ripped out? I was like, right. Yeah. This is this. <laughs> I didn't have time and we didn't have the money. So, all right. So the next thing you could do is you can actually update your Toilet handle. That's something you could do to make your bathroom look a little bit more renovated. So I love that. But you know, you got that plastic white boring handle. You could always change it to like a nice substantial metal looking piece 
oil rub bronze if that's what the rest of the fixtures are or silver and that gives an expensive look and gives it a little nice touch next thing you do is you can add plants alicia are you with me i am okay next thing you do is you can add some plants for that pop of color but also to refresh the air in the room so i love a nice plant in the bathroom you can also add peel and stick backsplash i've done that so many times when i lived in an apartment we were renting and it had no, you know, of course, they don't do backsplash. It's just everything's blank, plain. I thought mm-hmm. about when we're cooking, washing dishes, all the splashing that's going to happen. I'm going to need something. So I bought some peel and stick towels. This was yeah. a small area. I had to buy like 10. And that worked for me. It was like 90 something dollars. And voila, I peeled them very carefully, stuck them very carefully. My super came in one day because he had to fix something. And he was like, oh, you added backsplash. And I was like, yep. <laughs> He's like, it looks so nice, but people would touch it. Martha mm. Stewart had the raised one. They had the coloration in it. It looked like real time. You right. had to touch it and push it to be like, is this real? People still couldn't tell. What well, that was, was it? Subway? It was Subway, like a blue glassy kind of looking tile when that Wrong. was a tile. It really changed my kitchen and people really loved it. They, they'd they always come in and touch it and I'm like, oh, it's so nice. I was like, that's not real tile, you know? <laughs> wallpaper. There is waterproof wallpaper. So you could think about doing that to spruce up your bathroom, especially if it's a bathroom that has no tile except for in the shower, which I think that is so lucky for people who don't have tile outside of their bathroom shower because now yeah. you could change the paint color. You could add wallpaper. You can do the the wood on the walls if you want. You could do peel and stick tile. You have so much more options when you don't have tile on the outside of the bathroom. So you get like really pretty wallpaper for the rest of the room. That's waterproof. That will withstand the, the humidity in the bathroom. In a lot of the pre-war buildings, people have like just giant mirrors in the room. Mm. And they just don't look good, wall-to-wall mirror. It's just like plain, it's ugly. So you can put an outline, frame it out. That's what I always recommend. There's there's frame that you could peel and stick to, and you could also just use like regular wood frame or whatever. But the peel and stick frame looks just as nice or the on an unframed mirror. So I would say that. The fake tile floor, they have like these rolls now where it's not just like a peel and stick. It's almost like a, a vinyl floor cloth. So you yeah. can get like geometric pattern. You could just lay it over that ugly tile if you don't like it. Or, you know, the grout lines are so dirty. You can't clean it. You That's can true. update your vanity, update the lighting, which is always helpful. You can add faux flooring, faux wood flooring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Most people feel intimidated by updating lighting, but I think it's incredibly effective. What is the impact of lighting, in your opinion? For me, lighting instantly upgrades the space. Mm-hmm. Automatically. When you update the lighting, because that's one thing people do not do. So they'll have everything else redecorated. And then they have this old, ugly, out-of-the-place lighting. And so it does not make your design feel cohesive and complete. I think when you change the lighting, it gives it that designer touch. Layering your lighting, it can change your space for different moods and atmospheres. If you're trying to create a dinner atmosphere and you have a dimmer, which is always so important when you have 
um, lighting, always get a dimmer. If you are intimidated about changing the lighting, I do have a trick for you that I use a lot. So in one of my staging spaces before, what I did was, I it was the type of lights that, it was the type of chandelier that had the glass hanging from it. Do you know what I'm talking about, Alicia? I had a chandelier that had glass hanging, like crystals? Yeah, like those crystal glass. It's from the early 2000s or maybe before. I took those all off. And not only did it make the space feel brighter, because, you know, those glass pieces, they end up casting shadows around the room. It made the space feel brighter. And the fixture looked cool. You could either paint it or you could leave it blank or buy a lampshade from the store that would cover your fixture and affix it to the ceiling. I need to probably make a tutorial for that. I'll show you guys pictures. So <laughs> I went to Habitat for Humanity yesterday and I bought two fixtures. I want your feedback on this. I have a pair of them. I like exaggerated scale. So tell me what you think. They seem kind of large. Exactly. I don't like them with the bed though. Okay, so let's look Dude, at them in here. I think they would look best in here because of the room. Okay. You know, funny, I don't know why I ask people about my ideas, because when I ask them before they are done, I always get the no. And then when it's done, it's like, oh, my God, that looks so good. I can see things that you see. So I just need what you're seeing. This still looks better for this frame. Yeah. The bed frame and everything. Yeah. And the spacing that you have on either side of the bed. This icy blue color. It's a frosted glass, white glass lens. The other is like a brushed nickel. That's the fixture with the bedding. Yeah, it matches the color of the bedding. I like that it's a little contemporary. I'm trying to get this place out of this era. Out of this era. Because then you could put those lamps in your mom's room. That This is my mom's room. Okay, so then the other room. Let's look at that. Well, I know you don't need to spend too much time. That's exactly what I was thinking. Can I get away with that? I'm so glad you said that. I love moving. Yes. But I really don't want to spend any more dag blasted money. What are you yeah. saying? Yeah. I can get away with it? You can get away with it because of the bed frame. All right. Laura, you're doing it. Because those nightstands are so, yeah, they're sleek. They don't have any ornamentation. So... Mm -hmm. Now you're just sitting the lamps on top of it and it's giving it a little something. I love that for me. <laughs> yeah, girl, you know, I'm, I'm all about saving a couple bucks. I will shop in somebody's house in a heartbeat, especially when I'm staging it. We're not buying anything until I feel like I need something to make it complete. Girl, I am excited. So, guys, these are the little updates and upgrades you can think about when you are wanting to remodel a space, but you really can't, whether it's because you need to save a couple bucks or sometimes it's not always worth the hassle. Especially if you're really ready for the hassle. And this is not a house we live in all the time. Are you? Yeah, look how good that looks now. It works with the painting. It works with the bed. It works with the nightstands. It just all brings it together. Girl, I'm excited. This is gonna look spectacular, Dollette. Just, just one more time. I'm so excited. The those girl, <laughs> these elevated the room. I'm telling you, the bedding and those light fixtures, game changer, game changer. When they are installed, it's just going to really do something for the room. 
let's talk about how flooring when you invest in some flooring, how flooring can automatically update your space without a full gut remodel. In this place, you just have some walls. Floor is all that needs to be done. Are you okay with the placement of this furniture? No. Should I go back to the way it was? Yes, it looks because odd. It looks odd because there's nothing filling this space over here. No, I mean the way, the angle that it's on. But you see, it's the angle of the... I get that, I, but it's okay. It doesn't have to be the same angle because now that chair looks stuffed in the corner because it's big. Mm -hmm. Everything just looks like it's off. So yeah. I, I will put the sofa straight. All right, I'll put it back. I put that big chair on the other side and put the smaller chair by the window. That's what I had. Yeah, that's that's the best placement from what I can see. I'm not there. You know I'm the queen of placement, but <laughs> that's what I would do. Let's talk about some other challenges that people have to live with. Kitchen remodels are big, right? They can start at 50 grand to remodel a basic size kitchen. You could update your flooring, right. uh, paint your cabinets if they're in good shape, or reface your cabinets. If the body of your cabinet is good, then you may want to think about refacing the cabinets, which is just new cabinet doors. And in some cases, you could DIY that, especially if you're not taking the cabinets themselves down. You can also paint the inside of your cabinets if they need to look a little bit better. Take some of the doors off of some of the cabinets and leave them open or make, you know, open up the, the inside of your wooden cabinets. And maybe you could use chicken wire or put glass inside of it. So to give the uppers a different look, there's some things you can do without having to do a total remodel. As long as your items are in good condition, but if it's falling apart, then, you know, sometimes you just need a remodel. So it's on a case by case basis. What do you think about countertops? I've known people to use a uh, tank paper for counters. I don't do that in counters because they can peel. It, it, it looks good for photos for a couple days, but it's not going to work. So sometimes when it comes to countertops that you don't love, you're going to have to use backsplash or something else to detract from the countertop. Unless the countertop's coming apart, you may need to buy a new one. And you can get a new countertop very easily from Home Depot. A lot of times they're already pre-cut, depending on your size. Or you may have to, the countertop is one thing you may have to invest in to get a new one, depending on the um, shape of your current countertop. In one of my staging projects, I updated the countertops by actually repairing them. So they were laminate, of course, and the edges start to come apart. So what I did was I cleaned the glue behind it and I re-glued re it so that you can't see the countertop on the edges coming apart. Because that's usually what's happening, right? The rest of the counter looked fine. It was just the edging. That's not something I'd, I'd put contact paper on. Now, if you are renting, then yes. You could use the contact paper, but I would use the waterproof kind. Now, what about cabinets? I had white cabinets and would you just change out the poles? You could always update your cabinets with some hardware. This kitchen looks fine though, but I see it does look like 80s, 90s-ish, but it's mm -hmm. such good condition. Mm -hmm. The floor goes really nice with it. And then the countertops, I would either change those out or just leave them unless they're in bad condition. They're perfect untouched then i would leave them you could make a difference by updating appliances i know and i'm down with that big time but I, that that's gonna happen appliances um and the poles and that's all i'm gonna do in here so that we're looking at a something. ceiling fan 
And one other thing you could do instead of changing your ceiling fan is you can update the fins. And you could go right to Home Depot and they have different fins. Some of them you could flip over back in, like, I don't know if these are just white on the other side. Some you can flip. Yeah. So those are some ideas when you are not quite ready for a remodel, but you want to live in your space, you want it to feel refreshed. Those are some of the things that we recommend. So you had a little insight into what Alicia's working on. Thank you so much, guys. And until next week, we love you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. We'll see you next week. Nice job, ladies. Carry on.